Part two of California History Two Pieces by Various. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part two Types of Indian Culture in California, nineteen oh four, by Alfred Lewis Crober. Part two all the above is stated of the indians in general and is therefore not without exceptions but even those specific cases that are exceptions usually rest on a wider basis that conforms with the conditions here described the elaborate pantheon of the bellacula for instance appears to be a special and probably temporary development while it has connection with ceremonies the body of the myths are unaffected by the series of deities they are ordinary american indian myths typical of the region this systematically worked out polytheism is in such contrast in every way with the eminently unsystematic but spontaneous body of religious belief and traditions of the bella Coola, that its superficial and uncharacteristic part in the mythology of the people can scarcely be doubted the array of gods of the ancient mexicans is also of little significance many gods with distinguishing characters are represented in mexican art and they enter into the astrological ritual or calendar for both these purposes and no doubt for many sides of a highly developed worship the numerous differentiated gods were a means but there is little and nothing consistent and connected about these same gods in the myths the deities of mexican polytheism have their real existence outside of mexican mythology there are different kinds of north american mythologies as there are different cultures but their variations all illustrate their common basis of a lack of philosophical tendency of conceptions of creation and of a creator god or of gods the mythology of the north pacific coast is characterized by a class of tales of adventures with monsters and supernatural beings many of which as has been pointed out are virtually identical with accounts of the acquisition of a guardian spirit it is further characterized by clan origin legends consisting of a narration concerning a fictitious individual not connected definitely with the present by any continuous genealogy there is also a large class of stories dealing with the adventures of the character known as the trickster and culture hero true creation myths are scarcely developed myths like the well-known one of the origin of light according to which the raven causes himself to be born as the grandson of the man who keeps the sun shut up and obtaining it breaks the envelope and flees with the sun do supply in some measure an explanation of the phenomena of the world but it is evident from the character of myths such as this one that the interest of the indians is centred more upon the pure story part of the myth the trickery and adventures of the raven hero than upon any attempt at a scientific explanation of daylight and the sun if the desire of such an explanation had been the main unconscious force shaping this myth this explanation of the origin of one of the most prominent facts of the world would not have been subordinated to an undignified story of a person without creative power the myths of the eskimo deal even less with the origin of the world there are some cosmological ideas but almost none that are cosmogonical animals occur to a very limited extent 
the majority of the myths are not as among the indians stories of heroes with remarkable supernatural powers of a kind transcending those of men of the present day but comparatively matter-of-fact experience of persons that are evidently conceived of as in no great degree different from ordinary men and while the supernatural of course enters largely into these tales it is of a kind that the eskimo believe to be practised daily about themselves the character of the eskimo myths where they are not affected by contact with the indians is very uniform and monotonous and they must be regarded as in a high degree specialized it is remarkable how foreign the idea of explaining origin is to eskimo thought among the tribes east of the watershed of the continent of whom those that are now best known are west of the great lakes and the mississippi the culture hero and trickster is usually important though at times as among the blackfeet and the arapaho he is more or less hesitatingly identified with the creator yet myths giving even a tolerably broad philosophy of the world scarcely occur those things in nature that are explained in the myths are detached and trivial ancestor myths like those of the pacific coast are not found in this region and the monster and dangerous spirit myths are possessed of a somewhat different nature among the indians of the north pacific coast these myths usually take the form of accounts of dangers which threaten the hero and from which he escapes or which he overcomes among the plains and other eastern tribes the idea of a monster destroying hero is more usual twin heroes are common in this character another favorite idea is the miraculous origin of the hero many typical tales such as the well-known one of blood-clot boy consist of what is really a separate myth or myth incident serving to tell the hero's origin to which are added an indefinite series of his achievements the myths of the pueblos and other tribes of the southwest are again quite different the trickster and animal myths including most of a romantic personal humorous and obscene nature form a separate class that has but little connection with religion on the other hand the more sacred myths are combined with one long continuous story this begins with the origin of the world but from first to last is chiefly a mythical and ritualistic history of the tribe no doubt with the occasional inclusion of actual historical events the scientific side of this myth in spite of its systematization and dignity has all the incongruity and inadequacy of the philosophical attempts of other groups of indians the tribal and ceremonial elements eminently outweigh the cosmogonical tribal migration traditions that somewhat remind one of these southwestern myths are found among a number of the eastern tribes as among the delawares creek cherokee wichita and hidatsa appearing to develop most frequently where the population is sessile they are noteworthy because nothing of a similar nature seems ever to have developed on the pacific coast of north america as far south as southern california the indians of northwestern california have a culture hero who resembles the corresponding character of the northern and eastern indians of america he is both trickster and monster destroyer he appears to be a true culture hero from the fact that though he is responsible for certain things in the world he is not the creator for instance he obtains food by theft but does not create it 
the indians of this part of california differ somewhat among themselves in their treatment of this central figure of their mythology in one case the trickster and the monster-ridding sides of his nature are separated and incorporated in two differentiated characters usually an important part of his career is his relation with his son the incidents of which resemble those told of kmukmach by the klamath lake indians among the tribes which do not possess the culture of northwestern california in its most special development these episodes are sometimes condensed into a myth which is told of another personage than the central figure of the mythology sometimes the culture hero resembles somewhat the chief mythological figure a creator of the indians of the rest of the state in spite of these considerable variations however the culture hero as he is known on the north pacific coast and in the east usually appears in some form among the indians of this region the indians of northwestern california have also a strongly developed conception that a previous race is responsible for everything that exists in the world from physical features of nature to human institutions no connected or complete account of the origination of these things is however given it would seem that the idea of this previous creative race is ever present in the minds of these indians but has not been carried out either consistently or thoroughly in their myths the belief in a previous world or existence of men-like beings or of fabulous races of the past is not uncommon the tornet of the eskimo for instance possesses some of the qualities of the ixaria of the karok the waks of the uruk the kixunai of the hoopa among the tribes of northwestern california there is however always the underlying idea of the connection between this race and the origin of the present condition of the world and this fundamental belief distinguishes their conception from the more widely spread similar conceptions it is believed that at the coming of mankind this earlier race either withdrew from men into the mountains and across the sea or turned into animals in connection with this mythological idea curtin's theory as to the fundamental nature of american creation myths will be recalled obvious traces of this supposed fundamental type of mythology are found everywhere but curtin's exposition of it applies with greater accuracy to the indians of california than to those elsewhere in america and in a higher degree to the tribes of northwestern california than to those of central california whose mythologies curtin has chosen for the illustration and corroboration of his views many of the northwestern myths that relate the origin of human institutions and especially of ceremonies consist of little else than a recital or description of the actions performed by living people in the course of practicing these institutions with the one all-important addition that it is stated that the agents in the myth are of the race of these pre-human beings this fact according to the way of thinking of the indians sufficiently explains the origin of anything and is a characteristic illustration of the mode of thought which with them takes the place of our method of conceiving of creation among these northwestern indians there is rarely any idea that this preceding race made or created an object or invented an institution a plant or medicine grew among them a ceremony was performed by one of them and therefore these things exist and are done by men 
the idea of origin consists of the association in time and space without any causal relation of the phenomenon explained and of the previous race the inconsistency that the ceremonies instituted by the preceding people could not have originated the ceremonies practised by human people because the former fled or were transformed before the coming of men does not trouble the indians in the greater part of california outside of the northwestern region considerably different mythological ideas prevail the idea of preceding distinct race analogous to humanity but by their mere existence originating phenomena is much less clearly developed the conception of a culture hero is also wanting instead of a human divinity there is almost everywhere a true creator a god who makes sometimes he is a person sometimes an animal this creator is usually not thought of as having been entirely alone even at the very beginning he and one or two companions are the first existing beings often he makes the world from primitive water generally he makes also mountains and rivers usually he creates food almost always he creates men and frequently he divides them by languages and localities he gives men their arts and occupations in some mythologies one of his companions the coyote acts in a spirit opposed to that of the deity and is the cause of the evil and imperfection in the world which exists contrary to the original plan of the creator among certain groups such as the maidu there is this contrast between the wise powerful benevolent creator and the foolish one the coyote among others such as the yuki and the castanoan indians the contrast between the two characters is somewhat changed the coyote is responsible for certain evils especially death but the greater difference between him and the creator is that the latter is the cause of the earth and of nature of man and his physical life to the coyote are due the perfecting of the world the theft of the sun and of fire from their possessors and the human activities the industries and practices of men the coyote thus takes on much the character of the culture hero and in this connection the tricky ridiculous obscene side of his nature finds full expression however much their power may be kindred or alike the character and the functions of the coyote and the creator invariably differ fundamentally in the myths of the indians of this culture area the creator names are indicative of his nature with the yuki he is going alone with the winton existing in the above with the maidu earth initiate or earth maker where he appears in animal form it is often as the eagle the typical californian myths are often puerile and of a prosaic and realistic character that causes them to lack much of the picturesqueness of other mythologies but however rude they furnish a more consistent and complete explanation of the origin of the world and everything in it than can be found in any other region of america the difference existing in this respect between the californians and other indians is illustrated by the fact that although certain of the plains tribes have lengthy creation myths these myths which are eminently ceremonial and little more in many cases than a combination of unrelated myths that are independently current among the tribe are so little known that the majority of individuals are acquainted only with the fragments whereas they may possess a tolerable acquaintance with the more characteristic myths of the tribe 
in the greater part of california creation myths are not only known to everyone but are generally better known than other myths they form the centre and basis of the mythology and whereas in other regions on the breaking up of the native ideas on contact with the whites creation myths are the first to be affected and altered and disorganized and forgotten wherever in california only fragments of the old beliefs survive these fragments are first of all creation myths myths other than those referring directly to the origin of the world on the whole lack specific characteristics in california there are many that are similar to myths elsewhere on the continent but as a class it is difficult to say anything about them it is the creation myths that are typical of the region it would seem that the exceptional tendency of the california indian to form real creation myths is not the result of a higher intellectuality which seeks and finds explanations and to which other indians have not attained the tendency is probably due rather to a lack on the part of the californian of the mythological specialization which characterizes other american indians his creative mythology is less specifically american and of a nature pertaining more to all races in general this quality stamps the typical native mythology of california which is nearest to our own conception of any in america as being generalized and rudimentary rather than highly developed a third ethnographical province in the state may be distinguished along the coast of santa barbara ventura and perhaps los angeles counties and on the santa barbara islands most of the tribes of this area are completely extinct and where there are a few survivors they are civilized to form an estimate of these people we must therefore depend on the accounts of early voyagers and missionaries and the necessarily incomplete evidence of archaeology the latter is however unusually full this region having long been known as the richest to the archaeologist in the state in consequence it is possible to form a fair conception of the life of these people although it is probable that we shall remain in comparative ignorance of their thought and religion the houses of the indians of the southwestern island and coast region are described as having been round and covered with vegetation or thatching resembling those prevalent through central california working in wood was practiced wooden dishes were made and canoes were constructed from planks pieced together inasmuch as the tule raft was the only form of boat used along the thousand miles of coast from cape san lucas to cape mendocino except in this confined locality the occurrence here of well-made canoes is sufficient to mark off these tribes the same is to be said of the inlaid work of the stone bowls and of the realistic carvings of extasians that have occasionally been found and to which nothing comparable is known from the entire central californian area altogether the indians of this region seem to have occupied a higher plane in the development of their arts in this respect they resemble the tribes of the northwestern region a similar parallelism is evident in the means of subsistence for the island inhabitants and even those of the mainland seem to have depended more upon fish and seafoods than upon the vegetable products of the land it may also be mentioned that like the northwestern indians they buried the dead as is well known the country south of the tehachapi range in the interior and of point conception on the coast 
is different in climate in flora and fauna and in modern sociological conditions from the considerably larger part of the state to the north of this range ethnologically the same difference is maintained whereas northern and central california is inhabited by a multiplicity of small stocks of people that are confined to california and from whom only small portions of their territory seem to have been wrested by supposedly intrusive atabascans and shoshoneans the territory south of tehachapi is occupied by tribes belonging to only two linguistic stocks both of them geographically extensive the shoshonean and the yuman this fourth culture area seems less uniform and less defined territorially than the others in the state to the east it shades off into the culture of arizona and new mexico while on the west it is difficult to separate it sharply from the culture of the chumash of santa barbara there is considerable difference in natural environment between the tribes of the colorado river of the interior desert and of the more favored coast region and there seem to be some corresponding cultural differences the tribes on the colorado practice agriculture and possess an approach to a totemic gentile system two features unparalleled in the rest of california the colorado tribes and at least the more southern of those on the coast also make pottery none of them do any other than the simplest work in wood all the tribes burn the dead and all have extensive mourning ceremonies among the coast tribes puberty initiation ceremonies are next in prominence after the mourning ceremonies the colorado tribes lack these but have a number of curious simple singing ceremonies none of the groups show much similarity with the pueblo and other southwestern tribes in their ceremonials in certain features of material culture such as the use of pottery the wooden-headed war club and the curved throwing stick there is similarity with the southwest on the whole the groups of the coast region such as the missionized diaguenos luisenos and gabrielenos stand much closer to the typical californians than do those of the colorado river the mythology of the shoshoneans and yumans on the coast and of the yuman mojaves on the colorado show a considerable kinship in spirit and many identities of detail the creation myths usually agree in ascribing the origin of all living things to heaven and earth together with men or from among them is born a hero who differs in dignity and character from the usual culture hero and has some of the characteristics of a divinity and creator in all the mythologies he dies the most prevalent idea being that his death occurs in consequence of some action of the frog at his cremation the coyote plays a part this first hero is usually succeeded by a second who may be his younger brother or an appearance of later generations this second character originates more particularly the human institutions and on withdrawing from the people leaves them and the world in their present condition among the mojave another myth is what may be called a tribal migration tradition which is very exactly localized and has much the appearance of historical truth though it is probably almost entirely mythical it would seem that the tribes near the coast had traces of something similar from what has been said it would appear that about four types of native culture can be distinguished in the limits of the present state of california 
the tribes of the northwesternmost part of the state are considerably specialized and the same seems to have been the case with the inhabitants of the santa barbara islands and the vicinity in southern california also the indians are different in many ways from those in other parts of the state in the great central and northern portion of the state both in the interior and on the coast there seem to prevail only one type of culture locally diversified but presenting fundamentally the same features everywhere little is known about the shoshoneans and the washoe living in the narrow strip of the state east of the sierra nevada it seems likely that they differ from the more typical californians of the central region their territory however physiographically forms part of the great basin and not of the pacific coast and even politically constitutes only a fringe along an artificial boundary of the state so that they may be disregarded in the present connection as is the case everywhere there are no absolute breaks and few sharp ones between the several cultures that have been mentioned so that the areas occupied by each cannot be very definitely circumscribed as regards single characteristics there are many complete transitions and even identities between two or more cultures but the general type of life and native activity in each of the several areas in spite of such resemblances is quite distinct the numerous linguistic families of california though they must apparently still continue to be considered as generally unrelated fall into three groups each confined to a certain territory and containing languages of the same type of structure in the northwest the languages are rough and complex in the southwest they are also complex while over the greater part of the state they are phonetically smooth and morphologically simple case inflections taking the place of incorporation these three linguistic areas correspond approximately to the culture areas north of tehachapi the agreement is not exact for the saladin family of the salinas valley linguistically shows the southwestern type in more pronounced form than the chumash of santa barbara while culturally the saladin indians seem to have formed part not of the southwestern santa barbara area but of the central one nevertheless it is quite clear that in a general way the indians of two rather restricted areas in northwestern and southwestern california can be affirmed to have been distinct from those of the main body of the state in the character both of their languages and of their culture presenting in both respects a greater degree of complexity and development than the majority of the indians of the state there is no reason to suppose any causal connection between these developments in the southwest and northwest ethnologically california may be said to be characterized by the absence of agriculture and of pottery by the total absence of totemism or gentile organization by an unusually simple and loose social organization in which wealth plays for a somewhat primitive and an american group a rather important part by the very rude development of all arts except basketry by the lack in art of realism by a slight development of fetishism and by the conspicuous lack of the symbolism and ritualism so highly developed by most of the american indians by the marked prevalence of religious restrictions connected with birth death sexual matters and similar phases of life 
by the predominance among ceremonials of mourning and initiation rites and by a considerable development of true conceptions of creation in mythology these characteristics hold true in some degree almost throughout the entire state but in nearly every case they are most marked in the large central region the inhabitants of which may be justly regarded as the most typical of californians hand in hand with these ethnological characteristics go the temperamental ones of an unwarlike nature and of a lack of the intensity and pride which are such strongly marked qualities of the american indians as a whole it will therefore be seen that in almost every instance the californian indians are from an american point of view negatively specialized in the direction of lacking typical american qualities but that from the more general human standpoint they are for the same reason generalized they are among the least characteristic of the indians of north america End of part two.